This is another episode of Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Skip Stewart, Vice President and Chief Improvement Officer for Baptist Memorial Healthcare. Hey, everybody. I'm H.F. Mason. I'm a general surgeon and chief medical officer at Baptist Memorial Hospital, DeSoto. And hey, everyone. I'm Jake Lancaster. I'm an internal medicine physician and the chief medical information officer for the Baptist system. Well, I am so excited. Today, we have one of our very own, Leah Lansky, our system director for well-being. Leah, would you tell us a little bit about your role at Baptist Memorial Healthcare? Thank you. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Um, I feel really honored to be here today. I am the System Director of Wellbeing, and there's not a lot of us out there today. Um, Hopefully, this role is growing throughout the hospital organizations um, throughout the country. Uh, But my role is to essentially take care of our own employees. I I like to tell people um, I, I take care of our team members so that they can take care of our patients. And we do lots of different programming uh, for, for our team members in all different areas of well-being, um, whether it be weight management, nutrition, physical activity, tobacco cessation, diabetes, a little bit with financial uh, well-being as well. And so we do a little bit of everything. Well, Leah, thank you so much for, for coming on the program again. Um, you know, a lot of what we like to do with, with our guests is, is kind of discover how they got into healthcare. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey into healthcare? Sure. So I started uh, at a very young age uh, in the swimming pool. I was swimming since the age of five, um, all throughout college, went to University of Massachusetts, uh, go Minutemen, or, or actually I'm a Minute Woman. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, I, I just had a love of sport. What did you swim, by the way? I swam 200 butterfly. My shoulders used to be really, really big. Um, But anyway, uh, that was a a long time ago. Uh, But I just, I knew I wanted to do something to help people feel good, um, still continue with exercise. And so I went to college um, and graduated with a bachelor's in exercise science. Then I went on to receive my master's degree in exercise physiology with uh, a focus on cardiac rehab and adult fitness. And then I moved out to Arizona because I was very cold at the University of Wisconsin and moved to Arizona for my internship and I could not find a position in cardiac rehab. And I was I was perplexed. I'm like a lot of nurses were taking taking this role. So there was a role that became available uh, in the cancer exercise arena and no one had ever um, developed a program in Arizona for it. And so I was the first one to, to do that in um, in Arizona in Scottsdale. And so that's how my um, journey started in the hospital system. Uh, I used to work with the cancer patients, bariatric patients, um, pregnancy, so a lot of different special populations. Uh, then I moved over into the, um, the spa industry in Arizona. It's very, very big out there. And I just really enjoyed um, working with people that were on vacation, got to meet a lot of different people. Then I moved more into the uh, health club arena and was the fitness director at a large 85,000 square foot uh, health club, one of the more uh, luxurious uh, health clubs out there. And I uh, did a little bit of corporate fitness along um, with that. Then I came, uh, moved back to Memphis, my hometown, and this position at Baptist became available and I, I thought, wow, all of my um, experience was culminated just to do this role. And I was really just blessed that it, that it became available. And I could really, instead of working one-on-one 
uh, with folks like I was used to doing, I could definitely um, put programs together um, for our team members. Well, Leah, once again, thank you for being here. And as we talk about wellness, um, as a physician and as a as a healthcare provider, a lot of times we we focus so much on taking care of our patients that we we forget about taking care of ourselves. And I know I know I've done that in my life, and I've seen that time and time again. And and talk to us a little bit about the importance of particularly healthcare providers, you know, uh, taking care of themselves, being being very concerned about their own own well being. Sure, that is definitely an issue with healthcare providers, and especially right now during COVID, uh, we are just <laughs> very thin, lean, just you know, trying to um, get to work and do our everyday um, activities. But it's really important to block it out on, on you know, on your schedule. Um, and I even recommend doing it in the morning if you can before work, because I, I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted when I get home from work. Uh, and just doing it in the morning will give you the energy that you need to to take care of your patients and have that zest and that um, those endorphins running all day long. So if I were to give any advice, do it in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say get it over with, but uh, get it over with um, so you don't have to worry about it um, for the rest of your day. Uh, and so it's just important um, physically to take care of yourself, but also emotionally. Uh, that has been the the big buzzword is is taking yourself taking care of yourself emotionally and, and mentally. So we've actually this um, this year our focus is on that. We've partnered with Concern, which is our EAP um, program, and we're going to do a program in February called Best You, and it is a program where. It's just once a week for 30 minutes, people can pop online virtually. And we, we tried to make it really fun, creative topics like, you know, self-care is not selfish, um, stress less, um, inhale, exhale. And there's a, one on sleep called Z's. Um, and so we, we have over 400 people actually uh, already registered and it doesn't start for another week. So we expect more, more as well. And so this is just, we, we're trying to really um, get in touch with what people are needing. And apparently with 400 people, this is what um, they're asking for. So hopefully um, we have some providers uh, that, that take our course. You know, HF, your, your comment made me think you have not been posting on Strava very much at all for the past several months. So you need to really step up your game. I, I sure do. I mean, you know, I've got so many workouts that I haven't recorded. Uh, I mean, I'm really I'm really doing a whole lot more than it looks like. OK, no, okay. I, I no, I, I'm actually I've actually slacked. No, for sure. you know, but but staying on that, you know, we've been talking a little bit about you know mental health and the importance of exercise. And, you know, there's a lot of evidence out there that if you could bottle the, you know, the um, physiologic impact of exercise into a pill, put it into a pill, you know, it would reduce your mortality by, you know, 20, 30 percent, something like that, maybe even higher, um, you know, compared to the efficacy of some of the other drugs we have out there. You know, what can you tell us about, you know, exercise as medicine and, you know, the, the benefits that uh, patients and staff are, could potentially get from it? Yes, Exercise as Medicine is a organization um, that was started by the American College of Sports Medicine, and they're the gold standard uh, for which they do all the fitness and activity studies, and uh, I'm actually certified through them um, as an exercise physiologist and also as an Exercise as Medicine certified um, trainer. And it's it's a program where they connect the dots with um, 
with the physicians um, and the clinics to the um, actual uh, fitness facilities. And so basically the provider would ask uh, the, the patient, okay, how many times a week are you exercising for how long? And if you know they don't meet their criteria, uh, which is 150 minutes per week, uh, most days of the week, and if they don't fit the criteria, then they can give some um, consultation and actually write them a prescription for exercise. And so there has to be referral sources within the community for them to refer to. And I think a lot of providers are, are really busy these days and it's hard to fit it in, but it's so important that we, that we look at the prevention um, portion of it. And uh, hopefully, um, providers are seeing that now with COVID um, really prevalent. Uh, there's been studies on uh, people that exercise um, that have had COVID, they just fare better and they, they really don't end up um, in the hospital as much. So exercise is medicine. I would suggest um, looking, looking that um, uh, up as exerciseismedicine.org. Leah, as, as we're approaching the two-year mark, in this pandemic, what ha, have you seen a change in the health and well-being of of Baptist team members in these last two years? And, and if so, what are, are there any recurring themes or common threads that that you're seeing? That's a great question. Uh, we actually we do biometric screenings every single year, and we've done it for four years. And for two of the years, the first two years, we'd go on site to do the biometric screenings. However, with COVID, we we really couldn't do that because we do a tobacco um, test where you breathe in the in the smokeizer, and it's too too risky. And really, the goal of our program is to connect people with a primary care provider. Everyone should have one. Um, that way, people don't end up, you know, going to the urgent care or the ER. And we found that our numbers, um, our engagement numbers, went up uh, for having people go to their primary care provider. We have about 91% participation in our program. Uh, and the last two years, it's it's just gone up. I mean, from 2019 to 2021, we've had a 111% increase in folks going to a primary care provider and having an annual wellness visit. So I think I'm happy with that. And we, uh, we've we really transitioned all of our uh, classes, like our weight management class, uh, over to um, Teams or, or online virtual. And we've, we've still gained um, more people than ever before. People are still losing a lot of weight. Um, each year we, we managed to lose about 5,000 pounds in, a, in a, about a year. Uh, the goal of that program, it's the we have a weight management program here where it's 13 weeks and the goal of the program is to lose about 5% of your body fat and, or body weight. And people are doing it. Um, people are really, really um, trying um, because they know that COVID, you're not as active um, just because people aren't going out as, you know, a lot. And so we have that program. We have um, a tobacco cessation program. A lot of people really um, have joined in the tobacco cessation program because they know as, as a result of COVID, those people don't fare as well either. And we had a really good turnout. We had 601 people join last year. And uh, some of the stats for that program are we had 38 people quit using tobacco. So that's about 6% and 80% cut back. 
And so I, I it's an evidence-based program that we started um, through Duke UNC uh, program, and we started that back in July. And I, I'm pretty happy with that with that um, outcome. Uh, we started uh, over the pandemic also uh, the diabetes value-based program. And what that means is we have for anybody on our health plan, we have a $0 copay for medications and supplies that are on our formulary for type one and type two for, for employees on our uh, health plan and also their, their dependents. So we have over 300 people in that program and I think it's a great benefit for, for us. And I think a lot of uh, organizations are looking at well-being uh, definitely to uh, add it as a as an extra benefit. Um, they're looking at it because COVID has really um, probably brought their um, healthcare uh, expenses um, up. For sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, I live in Mississippi, and and we are, you know, I, I was born and raised here, and and we're one of the most, you know, have had the highest rate of obesity in, in the country, and. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of of trying to get to that uh, to that ideal body weight or that that uh, ideal BMI. You know, I, in my practice, I would see a lot of patients in my clinic who had a lot of just nonspecific aches and pains and complaints. And and my thought was, gosh, if you would just if you would just lose thirty pounds, a lot of a lot of your your um, complaints would go away. Talk to us a little bit about that, the importance of a healthy BMI. Wonderful. Yes, uh, it is so important. It's just, it's, it's the cornerstone of where all of these different chronic diseases flow from. If you, you know, don't have a healthy BMI, you have more of a chance of, you know, definitely getting diabetes. Uh, you know, there's so many different things that can come out of the, the high BMI and we really, it, it has to come with from within. When you go to um, a provider and they tell you to, to lose, you know, lose the weight, you're going to have to hear it a couple times, um, the, the, the patient, in order for it to really sink in. But if you had, if the provider had resources to send um, their patients to and, you know, really urged them to go, you know, that would help, but, you know, ultimately it has to come down to, to the participant or the patient. Um, I can't stress it enough um, to, to do physical activity and nutrition as a combo. Um, it, one does not work without the other. You have to do both. Um, you could exercise all day long, but if your, your eating <laughs> habits are poor, your it's your exercise it doesn't even really matter uh so nutrition um i know in the south we don't have a lot of healthy restaurants but hopefully during covid people have learned how to cook a little bit more and if if you need any recipes let me know uh but it's it's very important that you that folks do have an understanding of you know what's going in their body you want to use that um you know feed yourself for fuel uh, you know, and just, is it pure? How many chemicals does it have in it? And just really moderation is the key. I think a lot of people are finding that they're just, you know, especially during the pandemic, they're just snacking because they're bored and you got to get that under control. So suppose I'm a team, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a Baptist team member and, you know, I want to lose some weight and I'm overweight and I, I finally decided, okay, this year, this is a year that I'm going to do it, but but I don't really know where to start. 
you know, where, where would, where would a team member go to, uh, to get some good resources and, and get started? We have a well-being program called Best Health. And the, the program, we do have that group class um, called Go Healthy. Um, however, if you're not a group type person, we do one-on-one -on -one health coaching as well. I have a team of about five well-being specialists, yes, for about 12,000 people, um, but we, we're very busy and they all have master's degrees in exercise physiology, nutrition, health promotion, and we, we will help you. Um, in addition to that, if you have uh, high, if you're high risk, um, you have a lot of chronic conditions that are occurring, we also have a care coordination team that we work with, and those are all nurses. Now, I understand that we, we're in a healthcare system and the the providers or the nurses may feel like, goodness, you know, I, I know all of that. I, I don't need to talk to another nurse or, or whatnot. However, it's always good to have a, a coach. I mean, I, I'm a personal trainer, but I need someone to tell me what to do. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where you, you know, it's not a bad thing to have a coach. It's just like a counselor getting um, counseled or, you know, that sort of thing. And I, I don't think people should feel, um, you know, embarrassed about it at all. And um, everybody can use that support. And so if you were a Baptist team member coming to me, I would assess you and ask if, if you want a group type session or one-on-one -on -one, and we'll provide whatever you need and the best part is our um, services are are free to all of our team members and uh we we actually and back in 2018 that's when best health was born and it was born um, from a generous generous grant from the baptist foundation and i just have to always say thank you to them um, because without them we wouldn't have our our successful program Talk to us a little bit about the, and, and I keep harping on weight because that's that's the thing that that you know we're we're starting the new year and people have New Year's resolutions and that's the that's the number one resolution is is to is to lose weight. Talk to us a little bit bit about the importance of being patient and not trying to lose all the weight at one time because I, I've I've seen so many people who let's say they based on their height and height and sex, they may need 2,000 calories a day just to maintain their weight. And they all of a sudden, they say, well, I'm going to eat 1,000. And they may can do that for a few days but then, or a week or so, but then it blows up. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of, of taking baby steps. There's so many different diets out there, and <laughs> there's keto, there's Mediterranean, there's, there's just so many out there. And what we really coach on is lifestyle changes. Um, we know that if you go and do one of those uh, crash diets or yo-yo diets, yeah, you're going to lose weight, but can you sustain it? Um, a lot of times what happens is your metabolism will drop. And you really need to <laughs> maintain your metabolism um, or you got to work out so that and, and strength train and, and do cardio um, in, in addition to it. And if you're not getting the, the amount of calories in, you're not going to be able to work out and you don't want to <laughs> lose all this weight. And then, you know, you can't keep it up. And then you're like, oh, I give up and and you start eating and you put most people put on more weight you know, back on than they actually, um, you know, did when they were losing it. So it's better to be slow, patient with it. I mean, we teach like a, uh, our weight management program is like red, red foods, uh, yellow foods and green foods. Um, and just kind of to give people, um, different, uh, 
ideas of what to eat. We don't really count calories when we're, we're doing this, but we do give them uh, an idea of what to eat, how to eat out, how to avoid um, the holiday weight gain, uh, and different things like that. Leah, I don't know if you know this little interesting uh, sidebar comment. You may already know this, but within the Baptist management system, we have something that we call uh, the four-step improvement kata. Just a, it's a way to think about things scientifically. But I've had many people share with me privately, of course, uh, that they've actually used the improvement kata on themselves to help change their lifestyle, change how they exercise, change how they eat. W were you aware of that at all? I heard some examples. Yes, I think that is amazing. I, I think I need to have you uh, come talk to our Best Health participants and, and introduce this concept to them. Well, I, I do have one uh, final question. We're, we're coming close to an end. Uh, and HF may have another one, but I have one final question. You have done such amazing work with the best health. Most people at Baptist Memorial Healthcare are well aware of that. Uh, they, they've heard about all the pounds. They've heard about uh, just the this, just the awareness, the the higher level of consciousness of people thinking about that. I've got to I got to live a healthier lifestyle. But you're also connected throughout the United States with uh, with people that are doing some great work in this arena from coast to coast. And um, so as you sit back and dream about where we could be at five years down the road, what are some of the things that you're thinking about or you're maybe wrestling with in your mind if you could just have a magic wand and really dream something big for Baptist? I just don't want to be in the top, <laughs> top, uh, parts of the country for obesity that is yeah. i mean it's just we got to get out of that we got to get, get a few more uh, a lot more healthy restaurants uh in our footprint we need to um, have a lot more i guess prevention measures to take place within our um within clinics uh everywhere in this in the mid-south um you know our our team members are truly truly our greatest asset and we really need to treat them very, very well so that they show that they're, you know, really good models for our patients. And so we, you know, I'm really just committed to, to our team members and any patient that comes through um, the Baptist doors in order to prevent these chronic conditions. We do not want to see them in our ERs. We do not want to see them in urgent care. We, we really, we honestly just want them to take care of themselves and, and, and for them to do their part and for us to give them the tools that they need. No, I, I was just going to comment. I like I like what you said, Leah, about uh, our team members being our, our greatest asset and how important it is for us to uh, to take care of to take care of that very valuable asset and, and the importance of, and, and I'm preaching to myself, we, we need to, we need to be taken, you know, we say, well, I don't have an hour a day or I don't have a, a, a 30, I don't have 30 minutes to, to uh, devote to exercise or whatnot. And that's just a, that's just a big lie that that we buy into which which we really do i mean we 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 need to make that time absolutely and you know either you're going to make the time now or later so why don't you do it now <laughs> amen well, that's right well leah i just want to say on behalf of baptist memorial health care behalf of the podcast i'm so thankful that you and i 
and Dr. Mason and Dr. Lancaster are all on the same team. I'm so thankful that you're a part of the, the Baptist Memorial Healthcare team leading us in this way. Uh, we have already consistently, year after year after year, seen great work as a result of your leadership. And I'm really excited about what's going to happen next, what's going to happen in the future. <clears throat> Every time I, I pass you, there's like this consciousness. I know, okay, I need to be eating good. I need to be exercising. That's right. And so uh, I'm just so, so incredibly thankful for you, Leah. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot, Leah.